you don't learn from history, nothing to say. Oh, that are history. I got something for you. Was that a freaking Back to the Future reference? Mr. Leverage. Good dude. Being a dad is probably one of the best things that's ever happened in my life. Most rewarding things in the entire world. The right tool for the right job, man. That's all you need. Best meat never. You need to put it in your mouth. If you and I want to stir up resentment tomorrow that may rankle across the decades and endure until death, just let us indulge in a little stinging criticism, no matter how certain we are that it's justified from Dale Welcome Barney. into the Blue Collar Dadcast. This is Chad. We're in Studio One this week. I've got visitors in and Studio Two is occupado yeah i was i was fully expecting to go to your house we would love to have you but uh yeah yeah i mean it kind of works out too we had a i want to i want to shoot this out to listeners just to see um we found out today that our dog has epilepsy ah man it's just the worst brings tears to my eyes so uh anybody out there listening like i said i'm not gonna go far into it um if you know or own like know about or own a dog with epilepsy hit us up on socials dm is open twitter instagram email it's all bcdcast uh twitter is bcdcast 1858 all one word i i I, i'd like to know i'd like to learn a little bit more because she's three so it's going to be we're going to be dealing with this for some time it's going to be a journey man i'm really sorry about that it is what it is, man. Yeah, fur babies. Get yep. a, they, they've got a spot, too, in the family, right? Absolutely. Well, so, sorry to start on that heavy yeah. note. Um, well, what are we talking about today, brother? Well, we mentioned it last week. We're going to talk about Lakeside Amusement Park. It's, dude, that uh, place. Dude, it, it, it's one of the oldest parks in the U.S. still running. Elitch Gardens was actually, before it was like, a, like it is now, it was actually open... Before it was, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll get there. Rivals, <laughs> right? All right, no, I, I actually have been to both parks, so I've, I've only been to Elitch's. So I went to Elitch's one because it's moved, and I've been to Lakeside, and then I've been to the now. You went to Elitch's one, yeah, the OG, the OG, because they did move it. Yep. So dad stuff. Did, yeah. Do you have anything from the week? Not really. Good kid this week. Good kid. I mean, well, I mean. Not saying it has to be all bad, but no. I don't have like advice. You know, she was she was good kid. Gotcha. So Well, dad stuff for me kinda came in today. It was really cool. We would to uh well, my youngest is a junior Denver Bronco cheerleader. We just happened to go to Autumn was supposed to do that and <sighs> COVID happened. Damn COVID. Well, we ended up at a a preseason game last season and yep. we were up in the club area anyway I, I don't know where those are normally or strategically posted but that's where we were and ran dropped her name in there madison really and uh it's like, a, like a draw from a hat type deal I, that i don't know I, yeah. randy's gonna kick my ass because i have no idea how it works but i we got a call or an email rather and yeah. next thing you know we find ourselves down there at um Mile High Stadium uh, to get her fitted for uniforms and stuff. and That's cool, man. And then today was her first, uh, I guess they call them clinics. I'm not a cheer dad. Well, I am now, but. Well, yeah, you're about to learn. You're about to be one. Go learn sure. today. <laughs> you're going to learn soon. I found myself in the Broncos Fieldhouse, man. 
It was oh, the you're coolest gonna, thing ever. With with her being, because the only reason why Autumn was going to do it was because one of her friends um, did it the year previous in 2019. So she was like, okay, I'm down, whatever. And they told us, we went to the meeting with the cheerleaders and everything and sat down in the, in the stu- uh, studio, in the stadium. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like learned everything that there is to learn about what she's going to be doing and stuff. And they're like, you are going to love it because you get to stand on the sideline for most games. It sounded really cool, dude. Yeah. So, well, that's us this time, man. And no COVID in sight. So, well, uh, you know, November, I think it's November 13th. The Vikings come to town. So if you can give me some field access, that'd be awesome, dude. He's the, uh, oddball, the bunch. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm a Vikings fan, football wise, but uh, I'm a hometown hometown lover of all the other teams. That is, yeah, you are an odd duck in that yeah, way. Well, that's that's cool though. That's cool. I, I see. Mean, you, I see you repping the NBA Finals. The Nuggets yeah, go Nuggets. Yeah, go Nuggies. Come on. They just swept them in Miami, man. They I, won. They won by 15 last game and 13 last night. I I think it's just a theory that they intentionally lost. At home. At home, so that way they can win the last game at home. They covered some serious ground in a minute and a half. Right. And they were behind in the game that they lost. Yeah, and we talked about that. They, they were, we, I guess we were speculating. I can't say they were, go, we were saying because they weren't saying anything, but we were speculating they're going to come home for game five to win it because they want to be home for the the fans. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, the state, totally. the city, the We've fans, never won anything like, like that. 47 years the Nuggets have been around, and they've never won. They've never been to the finals. That's what I meant to say. The Nuggets have never won. They've been to the conference finals, but they've never been to the finals, and they've never won a finals. So think about that. 47 years, they go to the finals, and they win. Dude, this city's going to be on fire. Literally. (laughs) Literally on fire. Bring your tear gas. (laughs) Don't bring your tear gas. Leave that at home. Bring (laughs) bring your your gas gas mask. You don't want to bring the tear gas. Yeah, nope, the different event. Don't do that. <laughs> different side of the fence there. Oh, <laughs> oh dear God. But, uh, yeah, no, go Nuggets. And uh, dad moment, like Jordy, she absolutely loves hitting the court at the park across the street. And we've been, and we've been, uh, oh, you got my stupid haircut. Uh, <laughs> it's all dark. And we've been uh, shooting hoops, so I've been trying to give her pointers. And I, by no means, am I good at no, basketball. No, but you still have pointers to give. Well, like we've played basketball recreationally. Yeah, you know. One shout out, like to my dad, if he ever listens to this. Shout out to you, Pop. But uh, he had me train with a. I mean, he was a family friend, but a, like a basketball coach. He was a basketball coach. Okay. Taught me shooting techniques. Uh, dribbles, uh, dribble drills, all that stuff. And that's a, that's a tongue twister. Dribble drills, dribble drills, dribble drills, dribble drills. That's even a thing. But anyway, I'm no stretch good at basketball, but we had that summer though. And after oh. this, we'll, we'll get into the, to the beverages, but yes. we had that summer where we, uh, with the youngins, man, we were what? 20, 21. Oh yeah, man. We'd, gosh, and, we were shooting hoops. We were throwing the football. Oh, we played that pickup game where that dude broke my nose, that dude—that was bad. Yeah, man. That, I was like, I'm gonna pick this. It was ball a damn off. good game. And I picked that ball off, and I ran it. 
literally like 90 80 yards i'll say 80 yards and this motherfucker comes from across <coughs> it's a full-size football field yeah this is a full full-size game man tackle and, all yeah of it. and no pads and he comes from all the way across the field and i see him coming like there's no way he's gonna catch me and, and as soon as i'm like i'm about to score I'm going to get this touchdown. Yeah. I glanced to my left. I had my sunglasses on. I glanced to my left, and he's right there, dude. Arms in the air. And I'm like, oh, here we go. But what he did, instead of, like, just grabbing me, he, like, like, swiped his arms over me and hit my glasses straight down my nose. So, of course, I let go of the football because my glasses went (laughs) down the bridge of your nose. Right down the bridge of my nose. Bloody nose all over the place. Ball came out. Dude, that was a violent game. And to kind of give perspective, there was two crews on the field. We didn't know each other. Yeah. And instantly there was hatred. Right, for some dumb reason. Why did we put Tony at quarterback? He's, he, he was the biggest guy on the fucking field, dude. I, <laughs> and we, we made him quarterback. It's like, I don't know. And Tebow hasn't even started with the Broncos yet, so yeah. he didn't even get that big old, big old conflated head of his. <laughs> Oh, he looks like Tim Tebow. You know how many times I get called Tim Tebow? Right. Love you, Tony. Right. Love you, Tony. But that why do we put him at quarterback? We should have put no him idea. out there hitting people, dude. I have no idea, man. Stupid. <laughs> anyway, fun times, young dumb times, but uh, yes. go Nuggets. Go Nugs. Nugs in five. All right. We'll see how this episode ages. Hopefully they win in five. Someone. Someone knock on wood. Because I won't. Shit. All right. So let's get into these drinks. Yeah. And I'll get into the I'll get into the story of those uh here in a second. But what we're drinking today is a uh is a Bavarian style Hefe Weiss beer. So it's a it's a Hefeweissen, really. Yeah. But it's it's a little different in, in German culture. It's uh from the world's oldest brewery. Yeah, it's not a Hefeweissen. You can tell by the by the color. The Hefeweiss beer. I don't know the, I don't know the language enough. I mean neither. Anyway. Me neither. I just uh, and again, I'll get into the reason, but uh, the Weihen Steff. <laughs> <laughs> look at the picture online. <laughs> this is too much for me. Just look at the picture online. Put it in Google Translate. According to the Surgeon General, oh that's the oh wrong no no one. the wrong label. <laughs> We're not worried about that one right now. But. Uh, Anyway, the reason why I chose this beer is Lakeside was founded by Adolf Zang. But if you rewind in history, his father was Philip Zang, who was the owner of Zang Brewery Co. Philip Zang Brewery Co. In Germany? No, no, no. He had immigrated here. No, but like, was he from Germany? Oh, yeah. yeah, He was, sorry. So he immigrated here from Bavaria, Germany. Okay, okay. You said Bavaria. I just, yeah. Yep. Yep, so that's hence the reason why. So if there was no Philip, there'd be no Adolf, no Adolf, no Lakeside. No beer. No beer. All right. So I'm going to pop the tops here. No no need to pour. Just crack them open and I don't know if it tastes better poured or not. I don't know. I'm not a Hefe, Hefe drinker. We're about to find out. Yeah, Dry Dock had a really good heffy beer, and yeah, they stopped. Well, you have to go to the freaking brewery to have it, and the one right, well, I mean, off of or the, that one in Aurora. Yeah, gotcha. Cheers, cheers. Brother. It definitely has that half a Weissen taste. 
How but is it's not it, bad. I know you're not a big fan of these. I didn't. No. I now know you're not a big fan. But it's not bad. It's really good. It's not as heavy as a Hefeweizen. Weihen Stefaner. If I'm butchering that, I don't know. <laughs> I guess let me know in one of the socials. Email. Call me a moron. <laughs> it's Talk all good. Shit. Talk shit. The beer's good. Uh, and you can find this at Davidson's Liquor. Davidson's, huh? Mm-hmm. Where the hell is that? That is uh, on the northwest corner of Arapahoe Crossings by Celebrity Lanes. Really? So they... Oh, the big one. The big one. The big one. Never I mind. I decided to go there so that way... I mean, I was trying to find a... Uh, you said trying to find. <laughs> trying to find. I was trying to find a pre-prohibition beer. Right. We can get a little bit more into it. Um a little later on as the story goes but uh i was trying to find a pre-prohibition beer because well because pre-prohibition pre-prohibition beers just tasted different it's different it's just different then post you know everything had changed from bootlegging stuff which we got into last episode which is kind of fun i forget who quoted it something along the lines of prohibition changed america's taste in beer yep yeah i mean with a lot of things Beer specifically, since beer is the topic. I do like it. It's not It's not a bad drink. No, I'm, I'm glad you did. I, I was bummed to find that uh, you might not, but I'm glad uh, it changed Fiesta for the better. Fiesta <laughs> It goes down smooth, man. I'd... I have no complaints. I will have two more. I tell you what, it is, uh, it is perfect for a summer day. Not that we know what summer feels like here in Colorado. Not it yet. Is, uh, it is a balmy... 75 degrees. <laughs> and it's about to rain again. <laughs> but anyway, I'll just jump right into reviews and then we can mosey on into the topic. Let's go. Although I do have some work stuff, but we can get there. I, I thought this was funny. It's uh, <clears throat> This place in Langhorne, Pennsylvania is inspired by Sesame Street. It's unclear if this is a review from an actual homeless person. Or a creative criticism, or creative criticism about the nature of the types of people you might find at the park. Either way, it's pretty entertaining. It says, "Too many kids." Dot dot dot. But it was still a fun place to get drunk and fight single mothers. <laughs> <laughs> I also didn't like how people kept correcting me that it wasn't Sesame Street; it's Sesame Place. Like I care. I'm I'm just trying to live my life the way I want. But the worst part is when every time I took a nap, some dude wakes me up, squirting Narcan up my nose like, hey, I'm just napping over here. Overall, this is not a good place for homeless people. Blob F. (laughs) Come on. My reviews are terrible because it's like on the spot, but I thought that was kind of funny. It's like... (laughs) The worst part is every time I take a nap, some dude wakes me up by squirting Narcan up my nose. Well, so stay, uh, stay strapped and walk in Sesame Place then. I guess. And he's like, it's not Sesame Street, it's Sesame Place. (laughs) (laughs) I stand corrected. This 57-acre theme park in Buena Park, California has humble roots as a berry farm. But that may have changed. You know things are bad when someone from Las Vegas calls you out for being money hungry. Quote, the most money-grubbing place I've been to, and I'm from Las Vegas. They are so concerned about safety that they forgot about customer service. 
At the makeshift buffet that was set up that it was included in our package, there's no way it would pass health inspection. They gave us plastic plates and silverware. I lost my shit when we went to the scary farm for Halloween. Was not permitted entry because I had a cat ears headband, tail and paw gloves, bright eye makeup, and a black nose. So we had to go back to the hotel and change. When I finally got in, I saw why. They wanted you to buy their own face painting and headband. So they made this dude go back to the hotel because he was wearing face paint. I mean, it kind of sounds ridiculous anyway. This dude, this uh, dude, this whole time I thought it was like a mom. Oh, no, it's a girl. Never mind. Never mind. I was like, <laughs> I, had to, I was like, wait a minute. Is it a girl or a You dude? believe Dan had to go back to the hotel because he was wearing <laughs> his cat ears again? <laughs> That's what I thought. I'm like, what the hell? Bushy tail and cat gloves. <laughs> Meow. Come on, Dan. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> uh, do not take... <laughs> I bet she was just a, this line. He was a little meow. Yeah. <laughs> He's a little meowed. <laughs> He's meowed off. <laughs> uh, it says all caps. Do not take anything on the log ride. <laughs> <laughs> this ride somehow slipped past a safety Nazi because it was the most treacherous thing. No seatbelts. We almost fell out of the ride. Do not let children go alone. <laughs> Tina C. <laughs> oh, Tina, thank you. Yeah, I I don't I bet that parks or that ride at least is not open. The log ride. God, wait, where is what park, dude? Um, it's in Buena Park, California. It doesn't say what park though. Oh, Knott's Berry Farm. Knott's Berry Farm. There you go. All right. Not so very farm. I don't know. Sounds good. Very stuff. peculiar. But we also had to do you know amusement park re- related reviews because. We're talking parks. about Lakeside. Yeah. Well, not, so. Yeah. 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 Difference between a theme park and an amusement park? I mean, there is, but they're starting to, like, make a... They're starting to mesh them. Mm. Where in an amusement park... Amusement. I mean, that kind of blends right into Elitch Gardens, honestly. Yeah. So... Well, let's hear it. In 1886, the Eliches. That was their actual last name. Uh, John and Mary actually moved to Denver in the 1880s, and they opened a restaurant at 17th and Arapahoe. Right? Um, this is this is kind of funny, actually. Flashback to previous episodes. <coughs> the restaurant actually opened in 1886, and patrons included political leaders from Colorado, Ha Tabor, Tabor Laws, hey, David Moffat. And Governor John Evans. Hey, we know that guy. Yeah, and in 1886 is when they opened it, and he, his um, governorship ended in 1880 or 1865. Right after, uh, literally, was kicked out of office because of Sand Creek. Yeah, all right. Um, anyway, so they they had the restaurant, and just to get away from city life and to kind of provide food for their restaurant they bought a farm outside the city and uh they were friends with pt barnum from future barnum and bailey's obviously you know that last name everybody does barnum and bailey circus yep so other other circus acts they were friends with and the circus people started giving the eliches animals from their from their show Dude, that's cool. Lions and bears and tigers. Oh my! Like seriously, 
Dude, that's and <laughs> that's awesome. So she right. So Mary would like hang out with these really cool creatures who who were trained by people to be around people. They had, like a dancing bear. So they turned their farm into an amusement park, right? In the 1880s, or I think it was like 1890, 1890 on the money. And so they turned it into an amusement park, and like they built a pit where Mary would dance while all these people were watching. She would dance with this gigantic freaking brown bear. And yeah, so that would be like an amusement park. You walk in and you're amused, right? There's games. There's all sorts of different stuff to look at. Like Elitch Gardens was um, literally what it sounded like. It was a giant plot of land. I think they said 53 acres just full of gardens. So you could walk around, sit on benches, enjoy the flowers, and Mary maintained all of it. What she did was actually built or planted uh, a sign at the front of Elitch Gardens, which makes a lot of sense when you go to Elitch Gardens in Denver now. It said, to not see Elitch's is to not see Denver. That was her. And she built that in like tulips and roses and stuff. It was all flowers. It's a pretty cool picture. We'll have to post it. I'll post it. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's dope, though. I mean, who knew? Yeah, but then you walk into Elitch's nowadays, and like they, like you said, they did move. But you walk in now, and there's that massive plot of flowers. I wouldn't have made that, cor- I, that correlation. I never understood why either. Like, why is it called Elitch Gardens anyway? Like, Madison Square Garden. I'm sure there's a big history behind that, too. I don't know. Right. I wouldn't have thought about dancing bears or a lady named Mary tending a 53-acre garden. Right. Yeah, because her, her husband died like a year, like 1861. And what was her husband? So it's Mary Elitch and... Mary and John, go figure. You know, everybody was named John back then. <laughs> John Smith. John what? Evans. Yeah. John. John John. John John. <laughs> Just a random fun fact, though. You know, obviously, amusement parks were were being were being built all across the United States, and one of the first ones was in New York. And I mean, actually, really, one one of the first ones across the world was in Europe. So, cool, kind of interesting thing. There yeah. was another park named Arlington Park, and it was on the north. I believe it was the northeast side of Sloan's Lake, and. It burned down twice. So the first time, it burned down the neighbors because it was so loud. Like, they built houses around it, really. So that they're like, oh, these rich people can come to our park. You know, let's build a a, a community around our park. You know, $2,000 houses and, yeah, $2,000 houses <laughs> for the rich. And, uh, and they're like, oh, we can, I, I may have mixed up the park, but. It was Manhattan Beach that was on the north corner, northwest corner. Either way, Arlington Park was in Colorado, burned down. They built the shit around <laughs> um, the park so that, you know, you build the houses. There's an amusement park. They're thinking, hell yeah, these people are going to come to the amusement park. First time it burned down, all the neighbors came out and started cheering, dude. They're watching the flames like, yeah, oh, fuck yeah, burn dude, to the ground. <laughs> Dude, savage, man. What the hell? Right. And the second time, they're like, well, 
We don't need no water. Let the motherfucker burn. (laughs) What? Well, that's kind of the crazy thing is a lot of these parks starting in the early 1800s were built around water. Fireworks shows, boating events, diving events. So it's just loud. It's not something you want to live next to. Exactly. But, you know, we don't need no water. Let the motherfucker burn. But it's right by water. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Damn. Okay. That's I would have never known that was there. I mean, I've run around Sloan's Lake. You just, you wouldn't know. That's really cool. I'm, I'm glad you found that you dug that up because, um, I would have never known. I don't think anybody would really know. Yeah, there was, a, there were multiple. So the other park that I mismentioned was, uh, was called Manhattan Beach, and it was okay. that was on the northwest corner of Sloan's Lake. I didn't, I did not get where Arlington Park was, but it you was know, on a body of water too. Having kind of grown up over there i think it's worth like a drive just to kind of see because i mean is there like archaeological evidence you know i don't want to sound so scientific but no, like, i mean there... is there evidence that a park was there can't really tell or did you just it's just bulldozed and houses I mean, it, it, all, it? it all burned down so and then it didn't come back well twice, <laughs> <Burned down twice. laughs> well people cheering you know makes you makes you like, wonder hey, let's rebuild it one more time and uh see what happens then it burned down again. It's like, all right, well, you know what? They're not cheering. They're crying. <laughs> right. They're not they're not cheering for us or the fire. Or they're not cheering for the fire. They're cheering for us to put out the fire. Let's build it again. Let's try it one more time. John. <laughs> well, we, uh, we find ourselves then with a rival, right? Because Lakeside shows up to the scene a little later. Yeah, a little later. About... Almost 20 years later, honestly. Yeah. Well, what's funny, I don't think I had the same kind of history with like P.T. Barnum and stuff like that, but uh, so Philip Zhang, mm-hmm. here he is running his brewery. Uh, he ended up selling over to a uh, a British syndicate, and they ended up making Adolf Zhang, his son, the GM. So, huh. very successful brewery, um, no longer in business. However... Adolf uh, is running it, and then in 1908, he decides to open Lakeside. And the way I read it is that he did it to get around the Denver Sunday drinking laws. In the city of Lakeside. So, Denver drinking laws, Denver city limits, you could not serve or purchase alcohol on Sundays. That that carried on for a long time. Yeah, long time. Until we were... 2008. Yeah, until we were of age. Dude, like... Bill yeah, literally until I was Bill 21 Ritter. years old. Yeah. Bill Ritter was the dude that actually was like, well, that's enough of that shit. Hallelujah. I was out of state. I was in Wisconsin at ah. that point. That's why I don't remember the year. I said 2005. I left here in 2007 for two years. Yeah. You had left for a minute. Yeah. Uh, you almost got your uh, Colorado card revoked. You came back. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, that that stupid law ended in 2008. That's crazy. Stupid. But anyway, so 1908, Lakeside's up and running to bypass that that, that stupid law. Um, They went to the city of Lakeside. Yeah, to the city of Lakeside, which is now, I mean, it's not Lakeside. It actually is still considered Lakeside, Colorado, based on a Google map search. But it is, it's Denver County. But anyway, 44th and Sheridan Boulevard. Yeah, and so... Adolf Zang and uh, a bunch of other amusement park 
owners actually built these amusement parks to sell their beer. Makes sense. I mean, if I was the, uh, you know, the GM of a very successful brewery, I would want my shit to sell yeah, on a Sunday. But to go and, like, go out of your way and build a frickin' amusement park just for people to go around. And, like, it's actually started. It's kind of funny how it started. Their first ride at Lakeside was called the Velvet Coaster. The Velvet Coaster? The Velvet Coaster. And it was two, like, miniature trains, and it would just drive people around the lake. Do you know what that lake is called? I don't, actually. Dude, I have grown up. Like, going to that park, having ridden that ride. you've been there. Yeah. Never knowing what the hell the name of that place was, uh, that lake was called. Did you ever ride their velvet, their velvet coaster? <laughs> to me, it was just called a train, but, uh, yeah, uh, the velvet coaster, the lake, yeah. is called Lake Rhoda. Lake Rhoda, for all those people in the back there. What, uh significance does that have to me none i just just interesting that it's years actually old. a, a freaking lake yeah it's its I'd, own I'd, lake i mean don't get me wrong lakeside is next to a lake yeah. and now the lake has a name well they actually they wanted a little further down the line um they wanted to dig underneath the highway into lake rhoda i guess and it was for a different village. I don't remember the name or a different city, whatever. A viaduct, basically. And the that the owner at that time was like, absolutely not. You will disrupt our fish. You will disrupt our lake. Water will rise and fall faster. Like, absolutely, absolutely not. And that was uh, it's kind it's kind of fun actually. We'll get there. So the two trains, if they're still named the same, when you were there, it's a Puffin Billy and Whistling Tom. That's their two trains on the old Velvet Coaster. Um, They did crazy stuff in the early 1900s at that lake. They had horse diving, dude. Horse diving? Horse diving. So they had the high dive and the low dive. And whoever's horse went and dove off the high dive and had a perfect landing won money. (laughs) Ten shillings! Hey, grab Mr. Ed. We'll see what we can do right. here. Ed, you going to jump off this damn diving board, I swear to God. Come on, Bojangles. <laughs> Crazy shit. Like, used to, they would have people, like, rent rowboats or paddle boats or yeah, different stuff. They had the lakeside docks, yeah. which are still there. They are, but back then it was just so different. Yeah. It was like, you go there and you ride, you know, Whistling Billy or... <laughs> Puffin Billy and Whistling Tom. And you see this, you know, all these people swimming around the lake and paddling around the lake and rolling around the lake and horses doing diving tricks off the... It's like... God, what a scene. That, that was an amusement park. What a scene. You know what's interesting? You mentioned Elitch's. Yeah. The name of there would... Twister. The Twister. Twi- Twister was like the... In the 1980s or 1990s, easily... I don't have the date on that, but it was that's a that's a steel coaster is what they call it. A steel coaster? So yeah, not a wooden coaster like Twister. Hey Dude, the, the Cyclone and the Twister. That's what I'm saying. I Never the, mind. The Cyclone is a wood so coaster. Oh, it's the mind eraser. That's what mind I'm eraser of. is the steel. The steel ride. Yep. But before that, so I I was too young to remember the original Elitches and what they had. 
prior to the new place having Mind Eraser, but they had uh, the Chipmunk, the Wild Chipmunk at Lakeside, which was a steel coaster. Really? Yeah. It very violent. <laughs> very violent. I mean, the turns, like a 90-degree turn, send you right into the side of that sucker, man. And if you were just the right height, your head hit the side of the little, the little car. They look like little toothpaste bottles. Was it? Uh, so they changed the name. It was called the. If it's the same ride, I, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Yeah. Because from what I read, it was like it didn't last long. So I, this was, <laughs> okay. This was called the Ticker. And it was like a horse trough packed with people, and it would just <laughs> slam everyone around like. <laughs> <laughs> so you would like you would get br- you you be brought up on a you know a, not a conveyor belt but like a systematic sure. pusher sure just and it wasn't super steep the pictures are awesome I'll post those too but you'd go to the top and this freaking horse trough the circular horse trough not the oval ones but the circular ones uh, I think it's a feeding trough actually but they would. Uh, it went down and it just went left to right all down this hill. So <laughs> there were no seatbelts. So these people would just slam around, dude, almost fly out of the ride. There were broken bones, like multiple broken bones from from, from riders. So it didn't last long, needless it to say. doesn't sound like it. The the ticker. Uh, the, the Wild Chipmunk uh, was open in 1955. Okay. Yeah, the ticker was like one of the first rides <laughs> after... Experimental. Bill- <laughs> Yeah, after after whistling Billy or whatever the f- I keep puffing puffing Billy and whistling Tom. <laughs> hey man, those guys were such a success. Let's put a freaking horse trough on yeah. a track and see what happens there. <laughs> I can just imagine these people like, oh, wham! Like, ow! <laughs> that was fun. They stole the the wild chipmunk stole the concept. The, the broken arm and the busted face <laughs> was a good idea. Right, uh, it'll sell. I'll sell. Pez the Spencer. Yeah. <laughs> Rough his head back and a pill pops out. a fucking out. brick pops out. <laughs> a brick pops That's it. A brick pops out. <laughs> Trust me, I'll sell. It'll sell, guys. <laughs> hey, it did. He wasn't lying. Hey, they kept coming back. So, a uh, little, little bit more history on Lakeside. Um, Benjamin Krasner actually bought the park just before the Great Depression. And, uh, he kept the park open and actually made improvements while the Great Depression was going on. Kind of turned it from, like, because it was called the White Park. Yes. And he turned it from the white, like, white glove, white, you know, whatever. It wasn't about race. It was just the White Park, like, clean, you know. Right. And turned it from the White Park into, like, a park for everybody, for blue-collar workers, for hey. children, for, hey, for, you know, everybody, basically. And he did that in... The 1930s. But yeah, so he built the park for, for everybody at that time. I mean, why not? At that point in time, I mean, everybody lost their jobs. You know, the blue-collar workers, the people who got their hands dirty, the miners and all that. Yeah, like, dude, the Dust Bowl era. Like, Colorado was not outside of that. Uh, when we went to the Colorado History Museum, shoot, they have an exact, well, they have basically an exhibit that's a replica of a Dust Bowl era house, school, yeah. all that. So you can walk through that. So anyway, depressing times, Great Depression. <laughs> so he's like, no, I want these people to be happy. And actually, fun fact about Ben Krasner, he was actually the uh, 
or like the main concessions. He owned the concessions at Lakeside. Oh, okay. So did he like come from the inside? Yeah, he he had his own uh, root beer recipe, and I was I was trying to look into it and see which one it was. If it was like A and W or Barks or something, I couldn't find that. See, that's what's really cool about this topic because we flipped the metaphorical rock that I always talk about. Adolf Zang, I tried to find a pre-prohibition beer because his frickin' brewery closed because of prohibition. Ah. So, and then you got a guy who bought, from the inside, yep. bought Lakeside Amusement Park. But he was making root beer, see? Root beer, but yeah, hey. Difference. Not your father's root beer. <laughs> Yeah, that came had along that? a little while ago. It's, not, it's that? not that good. It's not that good. <laughs> it's really not that good. <laughs> All right, forget. So, Scratch that from the record. Strike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I moved to strike. I moved to, I moved to move on to the whip. <laughs> Let's hear about this whip. So the whip is the carousel. That carousel in the, at Lakeside. It's still the the original. still there today. That's um, awesome. The carousel was actually built from the Philadelphia Toboggan Company. And they have... A plaque on it. It was the sixth made ever by PTG, PTC, PTC, Philadelphia Toboggan Company. And the plaque reads, Philadelphia Toboggan Co., 1905, a national historic landmark. The Kit Carson County is a three-row stationary machine. The animals do not go up and down. The 46 animal, four chariot, and 45 oil paintings are all in original paint. The carousels, lion, tiger, dog, and hip... Interesting. Hippocampus. Hippocampus. That's what it says on, on the plaque. <laughs> and hippocampus, along with goats, camels, giraffe, deer, and numerous wooden horses, match counterclockwise to the tunes of a 1909 Wurlitzer Monster Military Band organ. It is open daily from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. during June, July, and August. They didn't call them hippopotamuses back then. Hippocampus, apparently. Hippocampus. Hippocampus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pretty cool, though. Yeah. No, so, that, that, that's cool. To have been there, yeah, I've been there, I think you can count it on one hand, but yeah. to have been there, you know. I have not. Really? Because I'm, you know, I've heard of deaths and shit. What are you scared? You scared of death? You scared of death? How? You probably know this. How many people after your research, have passed. Unconfirmed, only one. It was on the cyclone, right? Because the I, unconfirmed. I don't. I don't know exactly what. Like I said, I, okay. I, I tried to look into it and dive into it, and I couldn't find information. I, my mom, being who she is, I don't know. Found out that I was going to Lakeside one time, and someone died on the roller coaster. Chadwick. So it's probably true. So I'm thinking, yeah, because your mom's ancient, so. Dude. Ancient and watches the news all the fucking time. So right, yeah, I mean, so someone probably died there. If there's one account, if you know, please let us know. So so Ben Krasner died in 1965 at the age of 78, and he uh, his daughter Rhonda Krasner took over management. So are the Krasners still running it today? Yes, there will. It's. A different last name, if I'm not mistaken, but it's still in the family. So the same Mr. Concessions. Mr. His, Concessions. His family's still running it. Um, from what I read, it was uh, there were uh, two incidents at the start of 72, uh, um, and they 
they threaten the park's survival. Uh, the Wheat Ridge Fire Protection District actually announced that it would not renew the fire protections for Lakeside. Um, and with no fire protection in place, Krasner had to create her own fire department for the city of Lakeside. So oh. she she purchased two fire trucks and asked the uh, Colorado Division of Labor to train the Lakeside employees and residents in firefighting. So in uh, our on May 14th, 1972, there was an accident on the cyclone. You keep mentioning the cyclone. Two train cars collided at, at the low point, and four passengers landed, metaphorically, at Lutheran Hospital. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so a long flight, but no, yeah, no, it's right there. But no, nobody died in that one, so I couldn't find anything about fatalities. But but it's out there. I I, I know I, I know there was right there was a couple, man. Yeah, uh, I there's been several at Elitch's in our existence, like that kid that lost his hat and then jumped the fence on the uh, on the mind eraser. Because your legs hang down when you're when you're on the mind eraser, and he like jumped the fence to go get his hat and got his head kicked off. That's fucking terrible. I didn't know that. that. Was like 2006 or seven. Imagine being the person on the ride. You're just they, having a good time, and all of a sudden, whack, your ankle's broken, and you're like, "What happened?" <laughs> well, if you look at the camera a little closely, you know you're sitting there screaming, holding your ankle, and then there's a or just like shattered. It's not uh, even because yeah, you're going like a hundred and some freaking miles an hour on that down drop where he got his head kicked off on. Ab- absolutely <sighs> insane. Today, today. Okay, thanks to Final Destination, I question everything. <laughs> thank uh, you, Final Destination. Okay, yes, thank you, Final Destination. You're behind and a semi with logs youth. on it. And today's youth, because <laughs> who knows what they're feeling like today? Fuck you, pay me generation. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna put this pin in. They don't pay me well enough. And then there goes the... Fair. That's fair. We find ourselves at Parker Days today. And I go on two rides. Bro, I don't have, like, any kind of, like, medically diagnosed uh, (laughs) anxiety. (laughs) But when it comes to flying and these shit-ass amusement parks, these little traveling... Uh Oh. Like, how how fast... I'm a whole different... (laughs) Fucking person, I don't. Bro. I don't do the traveling ones, man. I can't. Uh, they break them down, shove them in semis, and reassemble them like every, you know, couple months. I can't imagine that they make a whole lot of money. So the fuck you pay me generation is like, man, I didn't make that much money. Today, you didn't so. pay me, so I'm gonna fucking not grease this pin. Yeah, exactly. Which or, that pin is the linch re- pin. Put this freaking <laughs> li- retainer clip on this pin. Can't find it. Don't need to. Nah. Nope. Because I know better. Smarter than you. And then there goes Chad launching into... Hey, man, if it's your time, it's your time. I guess so. Anyway, sorry for the segue. <laughs> but I did have to relate it. I was at uh, Parker Days today. Oh, you did do a lot today. Busy. So you don't like these random, you know, Aurora Mall type <laughs> circuses or, or theme parks, right? Yeah. But you've been to Lakeside, which has been around since 1908. It hasn't moved. It's the original spot. Right. And some of the rides are the original rides, dude. The Cyclone's the original ride. Well, I mean, I imagine that there's a lot that goes into keeping a a roller coaster up to code, right? I don't know about these traveling freaking places. Is there a code a code master? There's got to be. Hey, mister, did you put that lynch pit in there? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I sure did. No cotter pin, yeah, though, because yeah, you don't was, pay me enough. Just 
fucking mind your own business, old man. Yeah, I don't know if they do that, but I know, say Lakeside, there's actually like roller coaster enthusiasts that go there. I mean, they, this place is so old. There's there's enthusiasts that travel the U.S. specifically that, for yeah, yeah. That just check you're, this shit you're out. You're not wrong. When when did you go? Well, so I went back in like the 90s. You know, I was growing up over off of 34th and Irving. <clears throat> Oh, so only like 82 years after. I mean, we'll just say 90 just 90, for shits yeah, and giggles. Just for giggles, right? And uh, didn't give any thought then. I had no idea. I ate all Zing in 1908 to avoid Denver liquor laws. Decided to open this up. But <laughs> it just looked park. dated. It looked mm-hmm. dated. But, That's I mean, crazy. you go there now. Like, I, I went, I forget. I went there with uh, my wife's family. I'd, Randy's mom absolutely loved that place. Okay. What I understand. And we went there a few times. So I have been there. Um, have you ridden the cyclone? No. Not as of late. Then, as a kid, in the 90s, yeah. The I chipmunk can't. and all that. That's where you get your busted face. and. Yeah, I've been on Twister 2. So the original at Elitch's, because that's the only park I've been to, was Elitch's. And the original was Twister. They tore that down, from what I understand, and made Twister 2, but Twister 2 is from, like, the 1970s or 1960s. I don't really know. So It's old. I'll give you this. So the original Elitches had Twister. The new site got Twister 2. Okay, so they tore it down and just rebuilt a whole new wooden roller coaster. When you build a, a steel roller coaster, it's going to be the same yeah, when, I mean, when you move parts, it. Yeah, parts, pieces, and all that. Right. A wooden one. Oh shit! You don't want to take all those bolts out. Bolt, yeah, no, just and tracks and <laughs> wrecking ball. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to redo that, so you redo the ride. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, Twister Two. I mean, it's clunky. It it's clunky, and that's what makes those wooden roller coasters. Like you feel like you're gonna fly they, off the yeah. tracks, man. That's you what really makes do. them exhilarating. That's what the enthusiasts go for. Like, well, some of the videos that I watch, like, even on the Cyclone, it's like, oh, man, it goes into the steep 45-degree bank. Yeah. Right into the classic twist of McTwirl, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I just wanted to know when it was built. Well, when uh, it was built in 1908. That's what I mean, though. These, so. like, oh, the classic, you know, McPatrick. So what we're going to have to do, make a pack right now. We're going to have to go to Lakeside. It's $5 to get in. And we're going to have to ride the Cyclone and take a video for the gram. Yeah, we're going to have to take a video for the gram simply because it is almost the Great Depression again. We will see. So we will take a video yeah. for the gram. We're going to ride the scary-ass... Cheers to that. 1908 roller coaster. We'll give Cheers. our review. Oh, it'll be online. That's what I'm saying. Ah, yeah, it'll be good. <laughs> you say, I don't have anxiety. Well, I will. I've literally never gone to Lakeside because of that ride in particular, but let's go. Let's do. Let's do. I think it'll be good. Uh, for the listeners. <laughs> for the listeners. and uh, Anybody listening out of country, which we've seen a couple of those. Yeah. Shout out to folks in Germany. Like, really? All over. Poland, awesome. Germany, Italy. Latvia. Latvia. There's, there's, there's quite a bit. I mean, whether they made it two minutes in. <laughs> right. Or they're like, oh, this is the wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. The fuck is Colorado? The fuck? <laughs> hey, if you made it all the way through any of the episodes, and you're from the Germany, this is uh, I mean, I don't know if it really is from Germany. If it's 
bottled yeah, it's, here. It's I don't a, even no, know. It's, in, it's imported. Nobody knows anymore, dude. They can, they can just put imported. So, yeah. Cheer, cheers to our all of our listeners. But it's very interesting seeing out of a uh, out of country yeah. on a, on our list. And like Appreciate I said, hats that. off to them if they made it through any of the full episodes and was able to relate in some kind of way. Yeah. Comment, post, share, let us know. Talk to us. Yeah. Shout out. There was a, a person on Twitter that actually engaged yeah. on the, the uh, small dones. On the small dones. Like yeah. they grew up with small dones and Gaetanos and their grandma was uh uh, a singer at a speakeasy dude that is probably the coolest thing ever that yeah. we touched on something that someone was a part of so yeah very anyway cool. shout out that guy too or yeah. or girl guy or know. gal yep and uh i did want to give a uh, shout out to my father-in-law for this topic i know you killed it with uh, a lot of the park facts but yeah my father-in-law he uh caught on to our to this whole cast and he's like hey what about this 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 and this i'm getting the same thing from these people they're like hey this this topic but like do you listen I know he does. I know yeah, he but does. It's like if, if you listen, I'll we'll talk about it for sure, <laughs> for sure. No, even picking these beers out. There was a guy at the at the at the store. I was like, "Hey, I'm looking for a pre-prohibition beer, or maybe something from Germany." And he's like, "Oh, this is the German section." But if you're doing a a podcast, shouldn't you you know just all of a sudden just sparked a 15 minute conversation yep. with a <laughs> store worker at yeah. a liquor store? Like, oh yeah, ah, yeah. Maybe next time. But yeah, if you guys want to look at some fun facts, uh, Zang Brewing, you're not going to be able to taste a beer from that place. They shut down. Damn it, Prohibition. Damn it. But that's why we're sipping a Bavarian style, because um, Mr. Philip Zang came from Bavaria. We've got a, a little bit more time here, so uh, I just want to say uh, I went to El Paso. Yeah, how was that? Dude, that food, the Mexican food, un believable if you're ever in el paso or you're listening from el paso there's a place called i believe it's ellen j's cocktails i know it's ellen j's i don't know exactly it might just be ellen j's mexican restaurant but it's downtown and oh my god i had their uh chicken enchiladas and i've never seen it before in my life but it said an egg on top yeah give me the egg yeah yeah, you're closer to that border than anybody. I'm sure there's something. Yeah. So it's beans, rice, the red sauce, chicken, three enchiladas with a freaking over medium egg on top. <sighs> Sounds Bro. amazing. Did you was so was it at like a certain time of day that you ate there that constituted the egg? Or I, did it just come? I don't it? know. Well it was like an addition. It was like a dollar fifty for an egg, and I'm like I asked the obviously broken English, but I'm like, is it normal to have an egg? And he said very good, very good. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, well, fuck, put the egg on top. I love there eggs. There you go. So whatever. So I let the, cut into the egg, let the yolk go all over the, oh, yeah. my God, I'm getting hungry talking about it, dude. That sounds great. The food was fantastic. I, I did not have a bad time. I told you I went to Texas in the beginning of the year, right, in February? Yeah, but you were in, like, Fort Houston? Worth or Houston, yeah. Still, the point I'm making is that the food is amazing down there. Oh, fuck yeah. You know how we have Papa Do's here, which is like the Cajun like seafood? Uh-huh. Dude, they have Papa Cito's, which is like the Mexican food chain. Uh, they had some kind of freaking barbecue chain down there. Oh, they have all the barbecue. Dude, Papa, whatever the shit you want. I think the whole everything's big in Texas because it takes about 20 hours to get to the next city. We had a guy from uh, Midland. I don't know where Midland is in Texas. I don't know the geographical Middle? location, but... 
it took him five hours to get to El Paso. So I assume somewhere between Houston and Dallas. I don't know. And uh, he's 27 years old. Now we're running into bullshit, but he's 27 years old. He he's the he is the lift and lube guy, right? The or, or he is the supervisor for my department, basically, like in his respective branch, basically. So not your direct. But no, he's however, not, he's, he's not like my boss. the dude. He's going to be somebody. Area. Yes, he's going to be somebody else's supervisor when he gets people hired. 27 years old, super cool kid. We went out on Wednesday <laughs> night, three of us, and just got fucking hammered, dude. And our flight left at 2.21. So we had to be to the airport by 12.30. I requested a late checkout, and I woke up at 11, and I'm like, I'm not going to make it. I remember the phone call, dude. You remember calling me? No. <laughs> dude, you called me. Did I? You did. When? You called me the next day. You're like, hey, I, uh, I'm still fucking drunk. <laughs> like, oh yeah? I'm sitting out on my patio. Cook- I just cooked lunch for Rand. It was <laughs> what like, time was this? It was like 12 here. It's 12 there. Nah, they're an hour ahead. No, no, El Paso's straight down. Oh, okay. Well, either way, man. I, I had <laughs> so just cooked lunch for Rand. And- <laughs> I don't remember that. I've been off all week, so. Nice. Uh, but yeah, it's awesome. What what do we talk about? The cast. You're like, hey, hey, I don't know how this is gonna go. You know, it's uh, it's Lauren's birthday, so yeah. Oh. I just I, I I don't know, dude. I'm still drunk, man. So just help me paint the picture. <laughs> so my dad's in town and he's got a barbecue that he's going to go to which starts at 5 that's right I do I don't remember calling you but I remember the conversation yeah. it sounded like you were in a car but then all of a sudden you say hey my friend just got here I was and I was sitting like, in the I'm rental I'm going to slam this beer yeah I was sitting in the rental waiting for him to come out funny as shit dude so we <laughs> we had <laughs> another passenger we went to it's, it's a kind of a side note we went to Ojos Locos to start the night to get food and drink and whatever and another one of the guys started hit the branch in Little Rock, and he uh, Arkansas. Yeah, so he's and he's the lift and loop guy down there. Did, how'd you do with the accent? I said, "Man, what's going on down there?" And everything and such. That was his. That was his thing. And everything and such. Whatever. So he drinks that tranny fluid. I wake up in the morning, and we took Ubers everywhere, right? Except at the very end of the night. To go to a brewery right across the street. And I'm like, I could, it's right across the street. I'll drive us. Like, no need to call an Uber or whatever. And there is a Bud Light can jammed in the fucking passenger back door <laughs> of the rental. And I get in and I'm like, I, I was like, that's not good. <laughs> Let it fall out. And I throw it away. And I. Get in the driver's seat and I start start the car up and I'm like, ugh, I feel like shit. I was like, hair of the dog. I gotta go to the liquor store. There's no way I'm gonna make it, dude. I look up to drive and there's a sticky note on the windshield. Peel it off. It's on the bottom side of the sticky note. So the front side's, you know, the non-sticky side is clear. Sticky side says, there is a beer can sticking out of your passenger rear door. You can get pulled over for this and you will get charged with 
open containers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, thank you, good Samaritan. <laughs> Shout out JP Weisers for shooting us a, a, a comment back. It was really cool. Very cool. I, guys, we're just having fun at this point. This is you great. Know? I mean, just trying to make connections. Yeah. If you want to sponsor us, we could monetize. All right. So with that, this uh, this episode's coming to a close. We are going to go to Lakeside. We have to. We're going to do it for the gram. For the gram, we're going to go. We're going to go. We're going to record it, put it on our socials. And uh, until then, we are going to take Father's Day off. So next week, there will not be a new episode because uh, Blue Collar Dads. Shout out to you dads out there. Yeah. Take, take your week off. Kick your feet up. Relax. Don't even don't even worry about the podcast. Don't you worry about the podcast. Hang out with the fam. Yeah. You know. I do want to give a a sort of shout out to my buddy. They're going to be doing the uh, the Victor Gem and Mineral Show down in Victor, Colorado. It's just a little under, like a shade under two hours south between Canyon City and Colorado Springs, I believe. Um. Uh, from Friday, June sixteenth to Sunday, June eighteenth. Very cool. Very cool. So we want to go down there and see it. If it's gonna happen, I don't know. If you can make it, anybody can make it. That'd be awesome. Hashtag Victor Gem and Mineral Show. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Hashtag Victor Gem and Mineral Show. And uh, just kind of closing comments on the Vihen Stefaner. I think it's great. It's real light. Five point four alcohol uh, percentage. It's it's a great summer beer. Yeah, it's like, yeah, refreshing. You're out in the sun. Yeah. Way better than, a, like, a Corona or Coors or anything like that. Totally. Totally. Weihens Stefaner. Straight, straight from Germany. It's a, get the Hefeweiss beer. So the W-E-I-S-S-B-I-E-R, because it's a heavy beer instead of a Hefeweisser. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Good choice. Thank you. Thank you. We will see you guys in two weeks. In two weeks. Love it. At studio number two. Studio number two. play, less pay. This weekend, unlimited ride tickets are just 10 bucks, and you get a free 32-ounce sport bottle filled with Pepsi. It's the biggest entertainment bargain in Colorado. More play, less pay, Lakeside Amusement Park, I-70 in Sheridan.